Hello everyone and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride and I am here in sunny Escazoo, Costa Rica on Sunday, February 26th in the year 2023. And it's sunny here, yeah. It, it wasn't sunny earlier today. It's been really cloudy and yesterday was really cloudy too, but I'm glad the sun is shining. And what a week it has been. And I'm not going to lie, this energy has been too much, too much. And when I go back and I look at last week, and I think about what the aspects were showing, I have to say this was not typical of what I would look at and say, okay, what was that? But I knew the energy and I know the energy is going to be shifting and changing right now because Saturn is leaving Aquarius and going into Pisces next month. Pluto is leaving Capricorn and going into Aquarius next month. Mars is going to get ready to leave Gemini and then go into Cancer next month. But that's that's the lesser of the three. You know, it's really Saturn and really Pluto, really very much about Pluto. I did a lecture. I did a master class on Tuesday night. If you have not uh, received that, if you did not attend, I suggest you purchase it from me. You can get it from me if you write to me, deb at debmcbride.com. You can go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, and scroll down on the page of Book Online, and you'll see it. You can get it there. I'm also posting it in stories on Instagram, and you can always DM me about it. So it's I did the, the, the class to describe what's going to happen when we get to that place next month, okay? And next month is a different matter. Right now, we are in a place of dealing with the end of something before the beginnings of something happen. And the beginnings are about the, um, you know, the new. And I talked a lot about what those planets mean and those signs and how they go around your chart and how we can talk about what happens in each house, you know. And of course, uh, each planet Saturn has its own style of behaving and Pluto has its own style of behaving and I talked about them and what it was like to experience them what it could be like but what we're dealing with we have to deal with the here and now and the here and the now is that the energies are complicated and we don't we don't feel normal and I can't say anything feels like oh yeah la di da like let's go back to you know, what we were doing, there's clearly the feeling of an impending end of something. So Pluto is at 29 Capricorn, and it will go into Aquarius later in March, but it is really feeling like we're, we're closing the door on something. And then that means the energies escalate. The energies escalate, and we are in a place of um, sort of betwixt and between. We don't really know what's on the other side of this and we have to trust it's going to be fine. And we can't sit here huddled in a ball terrified. But in the meantime, all I've been hearing about are stories of change and drama and, and things and stuff like, like, you know, my one friend's were like their car, had to get towed the other day. It just stopped working. It's not that old of a car. It's just now it's in the shop. The guard here, one of the guards fell, slipped, you know, landed on the concrete with his head 
had to go to the hospital and get stitches. It's a, it's an erratic energy, and this is the way it feels. It feels when one planet is leaving, a, you know, after many years, not two, you know. So we've got, we've got two planets moving out of where they were, and shifting gears next month. And so we have to process everything that is passing through our energy field. Now, I think that there is, there's a lot to this. And, you know, you're going to notice people are flying off the handle. You're going to notice people are irritated. You're going to notice people want to go and not talk to anybody. (laughs) And you're going to feel like, you know, you don't know how to reach out to people or how you want to around people and so I feel like each and every one of us has to process this energy for ourselves on our own and then be able to feel normal again so for me I just it was so overwhelming and my poor cat was overwhelmed too you know she's she had some fights with other cats on the property and then she went and hid in the closet, and this is not like her. She does that on New Year's Eve when the energies are really high and intense and, like, zany. But this, I know it's from this energy. She went and hid in the closet. She didn't want to come out. <laughs> that poor baby. She was just, she just, I had to, like, sit and talk to her and say sweet things to her and then coax her out and pet her, and she's, she's been stressed. And so this energy is stressful. Everyone's feeling it. Animals really feel it. And so for us, well, I'll tell you what I did. The first thing I did last night, I said, okay, it's just not going away. You know, the energy, it's just present with us. It's just not going away. So we have to let it pass through our field. Okay, so for me, I took a blanket. I got on the couch. I laid down. This is not, I'm watching television. This is not, I'm scrolling on my phone. This is not, I've got like any sort of interest elsewhere, I'm sitting with like very quiet meditation music on and just processing. So I laid on the couch and I let myself experience the energy. And, you know, emotions are energy in motion and energy is everything. So if we allow our body to feel the wave we're going to get through this and get to the other side. If we keep trying to get through our day and I'm just going to, I'm going to just push this aside and do what I need to do and, you know, get back to work. Yes. But that's when people fall and hit their head and need to go to the hospital and get stitches. You can't ignore energy. It's going to show up. And it's funny. I have something to read. I got, uh, Astro Deanst is a website that sends out a newsletter every month and it's a collaboration of astrologers, and it's out of Europe. And at the beginning of each month, they send out their newsletter, and they're talking about the current quality of time. And so they wrote about, you know, the fact that March is going to have these two changes. They wrote, it is worth accompanying this change with alert senses, for both planets know how to make their presence felt when ignored. Ha, <laughs> ha. Both planets know how to make their presence felt when ignored. Okay, that's exactly what I'm talking about. If you try to ignore this energy, it will trip you up. So do what you need to do to process it. Sit by yourself and journal. Sit by yourself with a cup of tea and just look out the window. Do something that is going to just filter this through your system. So I, in that case, laid on the couch and just 
let the energy pass through me. And sometimes I spoke words and said, okay, I feel this right now, or I feel that. And sometimes I just sat there and knew the energy, recognized it, didn't have to name it, just acknowledged it. And that's what this energy wants, acknowledgement. If you Something that is being acknowledged is not being ignored. So that's what they're talking about in Astro Deans. It's It's about acknowledging this energy and being present for it and allowing it to the wave to pass through you. And I took a lot of time. I took like an hour and a half last night and just sat there. It was a Saturday night. It was nice and quiet. And then Gatamarina came and she laid down on top of me on my hip. <laughs> so it was good. She was getting this good energy from me too, just letting it ride through. Okay. It's like if you're on a boat and you're taking a cruise or something and the waters get rough, getting hysterical doesn't help the waters calm down. You sit and you ride the wave. That's what surfers have to do. You know, when there's a lot of surfers here. I see surfers all the time when I go to the beach, but you have to learn to ride the wave. And that's what each of us is going to have to learn how to do. Because that is the only way we're going to get through this. And I didn't expect this quite so soon. I thought maybe we'd feel it more next month. But, you know, Pluto's at 29. It's the end of a sign. And here's the thing. This is the first time Pluto's going to be at 29. It's going to get 29 more after this. So, you know, it'll go into Aquarius and it's going to go retrograde. And then Pluto is going to go back out into Capricorn again, and then it's going to have to come back into Aquarius again. So there's, there's, and that's going to be later this year into next year. So we don't have to worry about it right now, but we need to worry about, well, not worry about, we need to process the energy right now that's happening. And it's about riding the wave. And if you can ride the wave, if you can ride the wave, you're going to have less issues. You're going to have less trips and falls. You're going to have less problems, you're going to have less arguments, you're going to have less self-flagellation. And that's a really good point. The, the last thing you want to do is just be mad at yourself. <laughs> the last thing you want to do. So you just want to stay peacefully in this place. And then today I did a very long, wonderful uh, Joe Dispenza meditation um, called Changing Boxes. And I always love that meditation because it brings me to, it, it gets you out of one box and, you know, into a different space and getting beyond the box that you're in. And so, um, it felt really good after that. I felt really clear and had a lot of just settled energy after that. This is, you know, when you have an upset stomach and you have to like ride through it, it comes in waves, you know? You know, when you're on a boat and it comes in waves, you know, anything, that's the way, that's the cycle. It comes in waves. So our job is to receive the wave and not try to stop it. It's very feminine to receive. It's masculine to try to assert oneself to stopping something, taking action. Now, during this process, of course, we're going to have to take some actions, you know. It's not great to launch something brand new at this time. It's not. You're better off waiting to the end of March. If you've got to make changes and you have to do things like, you know, you're selling your house or something, you got to do those things. You got to do them. But like if you're going to launch your brand, I always use website. Websites are a good example because people do it all the time. Launch your brand new website. Launch your new brand. 
do it at the end of March. <laughs> Don't do it while we're at the end of something, you know? Um, and that's not to say, like, if you've got to launch later this year and Pluto's at 28, 29 Capricorn, do it. You've got to do what you've got to do. But the world will change when we move Pluto into another sign because it's a collective planet. And, you know, its, it's energy will not be ignored. <laughs> And they make their presence known if they're ignored. They're like your dog. <laughs> you know, your dog is barking. It wants your attention. You're like, shh, just leave me alone. And the dog keeps barking until finally you, like, pay attention to what the dog wants, you know. Um, and that's Saturn and Pluto right now. They make their presence known. They won't be ignored. Um, and I think it's interesting that it's Saturn and Pluto because they were the ones that were responsible for 2020. You know, they, they launched 2020. <laughs> We we went into 2020 with Saturn and Pluto, and we went out of 2020 with Saturn having moved into Aquarius at that point. But there was so much intensity that year from planets, from the from the cluster of Capricorn planets, that we really had to we had to process a lot that year, a lot. So I don't have to tell you about that. Um, so now we're processing this, and we're going to get through it. But the thing is, it's an ending. We've got some endings. And so we have to finish up the work and allow the ending to occur rather than sit with it and go, oh, I don't want it. I don't want to end. I don't like endings. I don't want to. I, what am I supposed to do? And like sort of be in a dither about it and confusion. Just, you know, if, if you don't know what to do, don't do anything. That's always a good tactic. If you don't know what to do, if you don't know where to go or where to go next or what, what you're doing, stop. Just stop and sit with yourself and let it process. And, you know, we're not good at stopping as a culture. We have to stop once in a while. We can't just keep going, going, going. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes you have to stop and receive the energy and process it. And that's where we are right now we have to process. It's not a simple time, but it's not an impossible time either. You can hear all these sirens in my background. Um, it's not an impossible time either. It's asking us to sit up and pay attention and bring something to closure, especially with Saturn leaving Aquarius going into Pisces. We're leaving an intellectual, energetic, electrically oriented sign and going into the vast ocean okay the water of Pisces the cosmic waters and it's not an impossible time we just have to let it flow and let it go through us and let it flow through our lives because if we attempt to stop it it's not gonna that's not gonna work it's not gonna work and we have to own the changes that are coming for each of us in our lives there are changes there are changes for each of us, and they're going to ultimately be the right changes and the good changes, but this is definitely something that requires our attention, and you'll feel better if you pay attention, if you just listen and look and, like they say, alert senses, and with that email I got, alert senses. Okay, there's going to be lots more on this in the coming weeks. Get the master class. You'll hear about what to expect and what has happened in the past with Pluto and Aquarius and where we go with this energy. So 
This week is interesting because we are starting a new month. Wednesday is the 1st of March. And the, undoubtedly, the most important aspect, in my humble opinion, this week is on the 1st of March, and that is Venus conjuncting Jupiter. And Venus conjuncting Jupiter happens once a year. And Venus is the planet of love and beauty and harmony. And, you know, she's sexy when she's in Aries, like I mentioned the other day. And she is ready to be a front and center because that's what Aries likes, to be the initiator, the warrior, the one in, in front, the, the first one, first one in line. And she's with Jupiter on Wednesday, and she will... I mean, we're feeling it now. And if you got to see them in the sky, it was beautiful. The other night when the moon was in Aries, Jupiter and Venus were nearby and it was absolutely beautiful. And it was hard. Of course, it was cloudy here again. And um, <laughs> it was just gorgeous. It was it was just really, really beautiful. Um, Jupiter so close to the moon, so bright. But these are the two brightest planets in the sky that you'll see. And Jupiter and Venus coming together. Um, in Aries is very good for Aries people for sure but also you know for all of us because they are they're it's nice when they're visible and we can go out at night and look at them and take it in the vision always helps you know whenever I've seen planets through telescopes and stuff and when I see them in the sky at night I really want to take them in because I'm an astrologer first of all and shouldn't I be doing that but also you know it's important to look at them they're part of our nature. They're part of nature in this galaxy, in this universe. So we aren't we lucky to be able to see them. So go out and look for Jupiter and Venus, two very bright stars close in the sky to one another. If you can find somebody with a telescope, even better. But they are conjunct. And um, we're going to feel it. We're going to feel it probably all week. And it's the exact time is 12.36 a.m. Thursday. 12.36 a.m. Thursday. Eastern time, but that means it's 11.30 my time. So those of us in Central Mountain Pacific time zones are going to get it um, on Wednesday night, and then the rest of the world is going to get it on Thursday. And this is a wonderful, wonderful aspect. This is a beautiful, open, opportunity-oriented, optimistic, positive, lovely, fortunate aspect. And in Aries, it's just that much bigger because it's fiery and it's exciting and it's motivated and it's initiating and it's something that we don't see very often. Nobody's going retrograde here to come back and meet again. Venus and Jupiter are going to meet this week and then they'll be finished. But they're revving up to meet now. And so this is one of the most beautiful experiences. Finally, sometimes, you know, astrology gives us something exciting and positive as opposed to, well, we got to slog through and work this out or Saturn and Pluto changing signs, right? Yeah. So this is important to acknowledge and it's magical. And last week I talked about the magic of Pisces and this week I'm talking about this other magic that's sparkly and zesty. So this is a beautiful aspect in the midst of these changes, in the midst of energies that are hard to process and we've got to stop what we're doing and process them, there's this boon. There's this beautiful energy experience. So enjoy it. Take some time. Take yourself out to lunch. Do something nice for yourself. Do something 
generous for someone else. Venus and Jupiter's generosity too. So this is really lovely. And that's, that's the most important aspect this week. Venus is then going to meet with Chiron in Aries two days later on Friday the 3rd, 12.48 p.m. Eastern Time. And Venus and Chiron are an interesting thing. And Venus and Chiron are, you know, it's the, the planet of love and beauty coming to the, the comet that talks about wounds. So it's a time, and since Jupiter is going to be very close by, you know, it's, it's a time to really be able to look at your wounds and let them go. And remember what I said, we've got to let go here. Like this is the end of something. So, you know, astrology doesn't happen in a vacuum. Just because Jupiter and Venus are getting together doesn't mean Saturn and Pluto aren't changing signs anymore. And we're not going to not feel that. We are going to feel all of it. But this is a great time to actually acknowledge your wounds and let them go because Chiron is passing with Jupiter. And, and that's going to be next week. I think that they're going to really meet up. And yeah, that's the end of next week. So we won't worry about that yet, but they're close enough. They are close enough. So all this Venus Jupiter is going to help us acknowledge what we need to let go of at this time. And we always need to let go when there are endings. We have to finish up. We say goodbye. We thank, thank the lesson for coming and say thank you and send it on its way. And open our hearts. Jupiter and Venus want you to open your heart. But with Chiron, there's a little bit of, you know what? I don't know that I want to open my heart. It's just so crazy out there right now. Yeah, it is. But it doesn't do you any good to hide in the closet like my cat. <laughs> you don't have a, a Deb to come along and sit down and like coax you out and pet you and, you know, <laughs> and make make like your little plate of food to bring to you in the closet. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> that was my last couple of days. Um, you have to really acknowledge your wounds and let them go for once and for all. They, Jupiter gets us to see them, open our eyes to them, and then let them leave. See it and let it go. And there's a lot of letting go and releasing right now and releasing old narratives and releasing old patterns. And But being with the energy and just saying, okay, I see you. I feel you. I don't need you anymore. Thank you. Done. Okay. And I had to do some of that when I was laying on the couch last night. Some of it felt personal. Some of it felt collective and I'm really sensitive, you know, obviously, or I wouldn't be good at what I do, but I'm really sensitive, especially to collective energies. And I'm, I'm going to feel those things. And many of us do, and we don't even realize it. So I just allowed it to pass and come through and just say, okay, I, I see you. I acknowledge you. I see the pain. I acknowledge the pain. I, I send you light and I send you on your way. I let go. Um, so that's, that's the other thing. Now, then we have Thursday and Mercury is going to meet with Saturn. And that's an interesting thing because it's really... Like I said, Saturn's on its way out of Aquarius, so Mercury is going to change signs. Mercury is fast, and it's going to connect with Saturn, 9.34 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursday the 2nd. And Mercury and Saturn, it's a planet of communication. It's the planet of mental energy. It's the planet of intellect. It's the planet of thinking and thought and um, writing, speaking. And... This is an opportunity for our thoughts to get very clear. 
but don't use it to be critical of yourself because Saturn can do that. But this is a time to really clarify thoughts, clarify intentions. Um, during this, and so again, here we are. Here's Saturn at the end, and then Mercury comes along and drives by his house. He's going to meet with him, right? That means that Mercury is going to trigger all of this. So if you get triggered this week, Sit down with yourself, and this is, you know, maybe you need to communicate something to someone, or just to yourself. Maybe you just need to journal. Maybe you just need to collect your thoughts and be clear on a few things. Make some decisions. Um, Mercury is, it's not just Mercury and Saturn. This is the last time Mercury is going to conjunct Saturn while they're in Aquarius, because next year, when Mercury comes around again, you know, Saturn's going to be in Pisces. So this is the last experience of Mercury going to Saturn while they're in Aquarius, okay? And that's, they usually do this annually, though Mercury can retrograde and do this a few times, but they usually do it once. And this is the last time. So we're saying goodbye to old thought patterns. We're saying goodbye and releasing narratives we don't need to be carrying on in our brains that's upsetting our nervous system and this is a great time to sit and regulate your nervous system if you have to go get a massage to do that if you have to go for a walk in the woods to do that if whatever you need to do that's going to bring yourself back to a place of calm and centered that's where you want to be now since Saturn is so close to the end of Aquarius. Mercury is going to high-five Saturn. They're going to have their dialogue. And then Mercury is going to go into Pisces Thursday afternoon. So in the morning, Mercury will meet with Saturn in Aquarius. But then Mercury is so fast that at 5.52 p.m., Mercury is going to enter Pisces. That's Eastern time. So it's going to already be on to the next by after it meets Saturn. So we this is why we gotta process things, you know, we've got to move with this energy. And Mercury will go into Pisces. Now Pisces is not Mercury's favorite place to be because Mercury likes Virgo, the opposite sign of Pisces. But going into Pisces is all about intuition, insight, silence, and getting information through silence. Being in a healing place, healing your mind healing your thoughts, healing the narratives, being in a place of flow with your thoughts, gentle flow, no harsh dialogues here. We want to be in a place where we really can speak sweetly to ourselves in a healing tone and we can acknowledge what's taking place intellectually, what's going on through our minds. You know, your brain it is in three places in your body. There's the mind brain, the gut brain, and the heart brain. So your brain, your mind brain is the one you're listening to on a regular basis. You want to align that, all that energy between your heart, your mind, and your gut. And that takes getting quiet and listening. So listening is a really important thing to do when Mercury goes into Pisces. And it's going to be there for a little while. Um, and it's going to be something where stopping and listening is going to be really important and helpful. So like I did last night and I just sat there and felt the energy, 
you know, that's what you do. This is what we do to, you know, when you're out in nature, you feel the energy of nature. When you are doing your meditation, you're feeling the energy of your meditation. Feeling through energy is, is a way of processing things in, in our everyday life. And it's really important to just allow that, allow that. So, you know, Mercury is in a place of ease, grace, and flow, even though it doesn't love Pisces because Mercury loves to be analytical and, and verbal. And Pisces is a place where that doesn't work so well. Um, rest your mind. Let your mind be. Let things flow to you. And that's one of the things we want to do. Like I said, we're receiving. We want to receive and not go, go, go. Right now, it's just the time for receiving the energy. Receive it, feel it, let it go. Receive it, feel it, let it go. And we are then, you know, we'll be in the month of March. Right now, we are at the second quarter moon in Gemini. And we don't have any more. We have a lunation next week, which we'll talk about, which is the full moon in Virgo because we are in the, the realm of Pisces now. The sun is in Pisces. And that's next. That's like the week after. So we don't need to deal with that right now. Um, and then the moon will travel through Cancer where it likes to be Tuesday night into Wednesday into Thursday. And the moon loves that. The moon loves to be in Cancer. So this is while that beautiful Venus and Jupiter are happening, we get the moon in its home sign. And it's just a great place to feel and acknowledge. And, you know, a little water, a little fire, a little air, a little earth. We want the balance. We want the balance of the elements. That's when we actually feel good, when we have all four elements in balance. Okay. And that's about it. And so I recommend that if you are having trouble processing everything, stay close to the information that comes to you. Stay close to yourself. Be, be present with yourself. Stop and just let yourself be and receive. You have my podcast every week to listen to. You have my Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, to be tuned in during the days of the week. You have um, my masterclass that I gave, Saturn in Pisces, Pluto and Aquarius, if you'd like to purchase that. As I mentioned earlier, go to my website. You know where to go. Lots of support out there for you during this time, okay? Lots of ways of getting supported and processing and understanding all of this right now. So I thank you all for listening. Have a beautiful week. Manage the intensity. You can do it. Gratitude to everyone for listening and being present. Thank you all. Have a beautiful week.